Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I went on MTV's X on the Beach, which was a By the way, even that name alone is a little bit, like, more raunchy. It, my dad was mortified. <laughs> he was like, you're going on what with who on what network? I'm like, don't worry about What's it, the name of it again? Is that a play on words yeah. or something else, I think? Hi, guys. What's up? It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. I'm so excited because I have one of my favorite humans coming into studio today, Morgan Willett. She is or was a reality star, but she's so much more than that, you guys. She has an entire fitness brand, and I'm honestly really excited to bring in another fitness entrepreneur as well to kind of talk about the industry and how to really grow a fitness brand online, what it's like dating another famous reality star and being a cheerleader and so much more than that. So stay tuned tuned for Morgan's episode. Before she comes in studio, I wanted to talk to you guys about the product of the week for Verizon's In The Know segment. So I'm really excited about, I say I'm really excited for everything, but truly I am because this segment is really important to me because I can talk about products that A, have changed my life, B, that I absolutely am obsessed with at the moment, or that I truly just use every single day. And so today is a product that I truly think has changed my skin. And I say that because I've struggled with acne for probably like four or five years, ever since I was like a junior in college, it, be, it became really weird. Just all of a sudden, uh, as soon as I hit like 19, 20 years old, I like got like pretty bad acne and I was pretty self-conscious about it. I would wear a lot of makeup to try to cover up my acne. I'm not going to lie. And makeup that was toxic for my skin. So about two or three years, three years ago now, I'd say I went to a dermatologist who I took her through every product that I was using on my face because, again, I was on Fox Sports West. And so I wanted to make sure all my acne was definitely covered. You couldn't see anything. It was HD on television. And so I was wearing a lot of makeup that was toxic for my skin. And she told me some products that I should be looking into. And one of them was this Bare Minerals Complexion Rescue. And why I think it's changed my skin is because it is vegan. It doesn't have all the chemicals and the toxicness that like really caused my acne the same time, it's really, really light. So it actually doesn't cover anything, which was really hard for me at first because I had to switch from, you know, my acne being covered at all times to literally like just a very bare, no pun intended, a very bare layer over my skin because it's like kind of, um, it's like a tinted moisturizer or tinted SPF as well. That's why I love it. It's also a three in one. It's an everyday type use where it's SPF 30. It comes in 20 different shades as well. And it's super, super, 
super hydrating for your skin. So it's really actually good for your skin when you wear it. I'm wearing it right now. And that's literally all I wear on my face. And then I do like bronzer and blush, of course, but uh, not much coverage. If you are looking for coverage, I will have to say, but I think that's like the beauty of Bare Minerals is because it's almost like no makeup makeup. And this especially, if you are looking for something that's like a dewiness, it's perfect for summer. No one will actually even know that you're wearing like anything on your face because it's that light. So not much coverage at all, but at the same time, really, really, really helped my acne. I'm pretty sure this was one of the huge savers of my skin clearing up. And you guys can find that product at inthenow.com slash AustinAF. Plus there's a QR code you guys can use and a link right down below. So make sure to press it because I'm doing every single favorite product of the week on Verizon's In The Know. So one more time, that's inthenow.com slash Austin AF. And now let's get into the episode. Okay, so before Morgan comes in, I just wanted to kind of take a quick note to touch on hustle culture and why it's so important to say no. I think my entire 20s and my entire life, I thought someone who worked really, really hard, worked like 16-hour days, woke up at the crack of dawn, like 5.30 a.m., worked really hard on their computer, and you know that was kind of what's working hard was in my vision and my perspective. And I'm really learning, I feel like, now that I'm 27, I just feel like I've reached new age where I think the definition of working hard is very subjective and it depends on who the person is. And so for me, I have really cut back on work. And I know that doesn't sound very inspiring and motivating. I still work extremely, extremely hard. But I used to be the type of person that truly worked so hard that would not put my computer down of editing until 1am. And there has to be a boundary. And so what I have really done is I've set those boundaries by saying no and taken jobs that I would have done a year ago, two years ago, and realizing that my happiness and my self-love and my self-care and my time is most valuable. Your time is the most valuable thing on earth. So make sure you're spending it right. So like work, work smarter, not harder. Like I know that sounds like a very compact statement right there, but at the same time, realize what can get you ahead and what can make you money and little things. Sometimes you don't need to do them and saying no really, really will add up and give you more time to do what you really want to do in life. And so this whole hustle culture, I've just only in the last few months become super, super against because I think there's just so much more life. I truly believe obviously working really hard, but if that means that you have to give up some things just to be a little, you know, have more time with your friends and your family, quality of life is so much more important than that. And so there's a huge courageousness that comes with saying no to jobs as well. So be brave, say no if you have to. And it's always more stress in the moment that you're like, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this. I've got to do this for work. I got to be there. Sometimes you're like, wait a second, let's take a step back. Let's see what actually matters and say no to some things that you don't absolutely need to do. So I just wanted to say that. Um, and don't be so obsessed with this whole hustle culture. Don't compare yourself to anyone else who is working so hard online. I know that we can go on Instagram and see someone like, oh, I'm doing this at 6am. <laughs> Honestly, kind of like me. I uh, <laughs> go online and I'm like early morning workout. And I do work really, really hard. But sometimes I can compare myself to other girls also working really, really hard. I have this type of like mentality. I was like, oh, she's working really hard. I got to work even harder. No, breathe. You're on your own path. Stay focused. Do you. And let's not buy so much into this hustle culture. And now let's have Morgan come in. 
Morgan. I'm so excited that you guys are here. If you guys are listening on a podcast right now, she is literally the cutest human I've ever fucking seen. She's wearing the cutest hat, her lipstick, her makeup's perfect. So thank you for being here. Katie, thank you for (laughs) hyping me up on this morning. I needed this. It is like what, 9 a.m. and you were this put together. Stop, guys. Well, I mean, I won't lie. My hair is probably five days like greasy and dirty, (laughs) which is why I am wearing the hat. But I'm very happy you think it looks cute because it is actually disgusting. It looks amazing. Thank you. So my first question is, how are you so put together? <laughs> and and on, seriously, though, on Instagram, I see you, and, and I mean this in literally the most genuine way, you're always so perfect. Thank and you. I mean that. And it's not like you try to be perfect at all. It's like, I just feel like you're always so put together. The cutest outfits. You're just always like, have a live workout, and then your makeup's fucking perfect. <laughs> wow. Is it just in you to be like that? So I'm type A to like my core. Okay. Like I'm almost type A to a fault where my like friends and family are like, stop controlling things. It's psychotic. (laughs) Like you need to let go because I'm so hands-on. Like I have a to-do list and I kid you not, I go to sleep. I will write out every single point of like what I need to do to the point where I'm like, all right, here's the outfit for a workout. Here's what you're doing for this. I've just wired that way. I've been like that my whole entire life. And I think it goes back to college and I'm sure you can relate to this. I did so much. So I cheered. I was in a sorority. I worked full time. I had a full class load. Um, All of that, I think I just had to be organized. So now it's just ingrained in me. But I do have my moments like behind the scenes. Everyone's like, you're so perfect on Instagram. And I'm like, I was crying right before I posted that. (laughs) So maybe I should post that more so people know that I'm like not actually perfect. Like I'm a normal human. I'm just very organized. Yeah. Yeah. And it just comes naturally to you. And speaking of like how you have so much on your plate in college and you do now too, what are your best time management tips? Obviously writing things down, like you said, but anything else? Always have a planner. Um, so write down everything. And I'm not like a, like a electronic type of girl. Like everyone's like, use Google calendar, like all that. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I need a pen and a paper. I live by my planner. Also ask for help. That's something that I learned the hard way. I tried to do everything on my own, Mm -hmm. the business, the workouts, like running everything, doing my own content. And finally I just burnt out. Like I crashed and I burned. I like tried to start like a bikini business. It failed. You haven't heard of it. It was like (laughs) such a fail. I was like, I can take on one more thing. It like blew up in my face. And that was when I was like, all right, ask for help. So like I hired an assistant. Like I have no problem not asking my friends for help, my family, like my manager. I'm like, yo, I'm overwhelmed. Like someone help me out. And that's like my best tip because I feel like people get prideful. Like I'm sure you get it. Absolutely. Like we're our own boss. It's different when it's you that you're selling. Your brand is you. So of course we get prideful because it's us. Right. But at the same time, when we get burnt out, it takes the entire joy and fun out of our work, which is fun. Our work is so, so fun, so fun, so exciting. And it really just, it took away everything for me. So I hired an assistant. Yeah. (laughs) Hey girl. Life changing, (laughs) truly. Yeah. And it it put the fun back in work. No, 100%. But I'm sure you even get this. I even get like where I'm like, oh, I don't need to ask my assistant for help. Like, I'll just do it. And I'm like, yeah. wait, no, no, no. I'm paying her yeah. to yeah. do this. Like, yeah. she can help me. So it's just like setting aside your pride, realizing we're all humans. Like, everyone needs to ask for help. Even like the president of the United States, I'm sure, has an assistant and asks for help. So like, yeah. normalize it. So in the beginning of this episode, I was cu- talking a little bit about hustle culture. I feel like us two online are very much so like, where are we doing this today? This is how hard we're working. And, and we truly do work very hard. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get caught up in hustle culture and like compare yourselves to other people working too hard? Katie, 
You're literally reading my mind. I was <laughs> just <laughs> having a conversation with my manager about this because yeah. I found myself, I'm only 27. Like, how old Same, are you? 27. 27. And I will compare myself to someone who's 35 in their All 40s. The and I'm like, oh my God, they're so successful. They have yeah. their own clothing line. Like, what am I doing wrong? And my manager literally looked at me and she was like, you need to take a step back. You need to focus only on yourself. And the best advice she gave me was what is meant to be yours will be yours. I love that. Say that one more time. What is meant to be yours will be yours. Because it's true. Yeah. Like, why are we comparing ourselves to someone who's like at the end of their chapter and we're like on the beginning? Exactly. You know? And it, But it's hard like with Instagram because you see everyone's highlight roll. I look at you all the yeah. time. I'm like, damn, Katie is crushing same, it. Like, same with you. I got to hustle more. But it's like this never ending cycle. So it's like, I almost feel like we need to normalize breaking the cycle and being like, hey guys, I'm stopping work today. I'm a piece of shit today. I'm eating chips. <laughs> I'm on the couch. a big loser and I'm not working out. Yeah. But it's like, I almost get anxiety with that. Because people look at me for workouts and they look at me to be this healthy fitness guru. And then I'll go home and I'm like, oh, I'm having chips and queso and a margarita. And people are like, oh my God, how do you travel and stay fit? And it's like, oh my God, am I living a lie? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just like no. literally normal. Like it's okay to enjoy life uh, and also still be fit. Absolutely. And I feel like not only with the hustle culture comparison, but I know we've talked about this before. We're in the same industry, but at the same time, there is room for everybody. And every single, even if you are like a fitness influencer, every single one is so different. So different. And there's so much room for everyone. So to realize that no matter what industry you're in, there's space for you. 100%. And the best thing you can do, I feel like, is support other people. Yeah. Because if not, I was literally going down the rabbit hole of comparing myself to other people. And a quote that I saw was, comparison will rob you of all joy. Yeah. So it's it's true. Like, why not support people and hype people up? Because there is room for everyone. The second you start comparing yourself and being like, oh my God, like, I'm not doing that. You're miserable. So why not just be happy? Hype each other up because you never know. Like we could do a workout together because we're friendly and not competitive. And totally. then one of us might get something from that. Or like we might be able to boost each other up. And it's like, why not do that instead of just competing against each other? Completely, completely agree. And one person can follow both of us. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, who cares? like it doesn't have to be like, oh, well, you follow Katie, so you, you can't, can't follow, follow Morgan. Workouts. Right. It's like, no. No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to go back to kind of time management and how you go about your day because I'm sure, just like me, every single day for you is totally different. Yes. But is there one thing that you do like every morning or every night that stays the same after a busy day? 100%. So I'm a nerd, like low key. So I <laughs> like reading. And it's so funny because I'll be reading at my boyfriend's house and he's like, can you stop pretending to read? <laughs> and I'm like, no, like legitimately, I do enjoy reading you <laughs> psychopath <laughs> just because you don't read books Johnny doesn't mean that I don't read books but like that's one thing I'll at least try and do one chapter a night just because I feel like that's the only way I can turn my brain off put my phone up stop scrolling on Instagram like stop trying to check emails at night uh -huh. so I'll attempt to do that right before bed and then every single morning the one thing I do is before I check anything is I'll drink like a large ass glass of water. Same. Have, Have to. Because I'm like being hydrated is the number. I know I'm like, drink more. <laughs> the number one key. It's like great for your skin. Great for your mental like clarity. Great for hydration. So that's the one thing. Every single morning that never changes. Everything else is a shit show. But like those two things stay the same. <laughs> and then before <laughs> this, you were saying that you used to do like four or five live workouts a week during COVID. I think I did. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like 10 live workouts Dude, a week. You were a machine. I was, I was like, I can't do that. Stupid. And now we both do one live workout a week. Yeah. 
And explain to me why you cut that down and how you go about one live workout a week. Yeah. So I was just getting burnt out. Like, I'm sure you get it. And people don't realize when we teach the workouts, I'm sure you do as well. I do the workouts. Like, it's not like me being like, all right, guys, 10 push-ups. I'm going to sit and watch you. Huh? Like, I'm doing it with them. So, like, that is a big stressor on your body. Like, finally, like, my back started hurting. I would get up in the morning and, like, have to bend. I'm like a grandma, like, walking (laughs) around. I'm like, my body can't do this. So, I realized my body couldn't do it anymore. And so, I do my own workouts outside of those. So, I, like, am big into weightlifting and, like, training with weights. So I was doing that because I'm like have my own coach for my own fitness. Then I was teaching workouts on top of that. Finally, when it got to the point where I was like, I don't want to work out anymore. Then I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to cut down to just consolidate one a week. And it's like, why was I doing so much? I was trying to please everyone. That was my biggest thing. I was like, I need to please everyone. I need to please my clients. I need to please my followers. But I also want to give, what about the moms who work in the morning? I need to do a late night workout for them. And it finally was like, you can't please everyone. Like, here's what you can offer to people. They can do it or they can't. And that's all I can do. I remember you did like a 515 workout one time on like Revolve or something. And I was like, this bitch, <laughs> yeah. 515, are you like, and you already had like two or something yeah. that day at Bandier. And I was so literally like, know. are you okay? <laughs> no, I was not okay. <laughs> you were, and to by that. the way, it was a 30 minute hit workout. Dude. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Morgan? And that's also my issue is I'm always like, I want to give people a kick-ass workout. Let's yeah. make it as hard as possible. And I remember I brought my friend to a bandier class and she was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I got to cut back yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How much do you think of your cheer background? Because you were a cheerleader at Texas, mm-hmm. uh, which is freaking sick. Okay. Um, I, I looked you up and I saw like old photos. They're so freaking cute. Uh, how much do you think it. your cheer background uh, you, you you learned teaching workouts? 100%. Kind of 1,000%. Because a lot of people don't realize, like I really started working out or like teaching workouts like a year ago. It was yeah. during quarantine. I just was like, all right, I'm pretty fit. Like yeah. I love working out. I might as well kind of showcase it. So I really didn't have any sort of like studio training. I worked at like the front desk at Soul Cycle. I worked at the front desk of a boxing studio. So I've been around it. But it was really a year ago. So I really lean into my cheer background. Yeah. It's so funny. People will watch me and they're like, I can tell you're a yeah. cheerleader. Like, it's so tell. funny. Like at Texas, like I was the girl who would like have to lead a pep rally. So they'd give me a mic and I'd be like, all right, this side say Texas, this side say fight. So it's just like in my blood to be peppy and annoying. So fitness is great. Honestly, same. I feel like we have differently, definitely like similar training styles. Yes. I feel like we're some of the only two who smile throughout burpees and we're like let's do it smiling yeah, yeah, yeah. no people ask me that all the time they're like how do you smile and you I'm know, like well, I legitimately do enjoy my job that's number one like yeah. I do have fun with it and also like I'm sure you do this as well when I record my workouts on Instagram I record the first the first set that's it yeah. but we're, we're not sweating we're smiling like you get the first set then when I do it I can like look like Shrek and like absolutely and not be cute same same okay let's start before you got into okay. the fitness business, you were on reality TV and multiple shows. Yes. So <laughs> how did you get into reality TV okay. and why? So it was not planned whatsoever. My sister actually was the one. My first show was Big Brother. And I did it with my sister. She was on the show as well, which is like a fun story because we look identical. And we were this big sister twist. So no one knew we were related the whole time. Like, I know. What? I know. No one knew you were related? So but you look alike. 
Right. So that was like the big challenge. Like the producers were like, all right, like it's up to you guys. You can tell people you don't have to. So we're like, we're going to keep it a secret because I'm Big Brother. If you have like a built in partner, you're a target, like all that fun stuff. So we're like, all right, we're going to hide it from everyone. But she was actually the one who told me to apply for it. She's like a big reality TV nerd. She loves all that stuff. And she's always like, you're crazy. You have a big personality. Morgan, why don't you go on TV? I'm like, okay. I don't know if I should be insulted by that. But so I applied for it. I was working my first nine to five ever after college. My dad's like a big like you need a nine to five, like you got a degree, like right. I'm sure, yeah, you get Same. that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm an influencer now, dad. Um, so I was working in nine to five. I was miserable. I cried every day. I was an assistant at a PR firm, just like answering phones in a corner, like hated my life. So like two weeks into it, I applied to be on Big Brother. They gave me a call and I quit my job on the spot. Oh I did not God. give them a two week anything. I was like, Bye. I'm going to Los Angeles. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> and luckily it worked out for me and I got on the show because how embarrassing would it have been if I auditioned and then they're like, you're not on the show and then I'm jobless and everyone hates me. It's like you yeah. got that TikTok where you just like walk yeah. slowly back in the like, Hi guys. I'm like, I'm back. Hey. Can I have my job back? <laughs> But that ended up working out. So I started on Big Brother. I ended up winning, which is wild. I actually don't take this wrong way. What does it mean to win Big Brother? I've never watched the show. No, uh, I had never watched it either until I was on it, which is people are shocked by that. But I'm like, I don't really watch TV that much. So essentially, Big Brother is like a social game. So you combine strategy. There's competitions, but it's nothing like super crazy physical. So it's really a social game. Um, a lot of strategy. You vote one person off each week. Um, so kind of like that. And it's like, in my mm -hmm. season, it was the last two standing. America voted on the winner. Oh. So, yeah. So they ended up voting so for me. It's literally just like, who likes you the best? Kind who? of. So there's like, <laughs> you make alliances. There's like a whole, like people get into Big Brother. It's also 24-7, oh, Katie. Oh, no. When I looked you up, there's like literally like Reddit pages about it. People arguing about like who's the best. Psychotic. And like, Big Brother fans, you're psychotic, but I love you. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like that would take a toll on my mental health. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, nobody likes me. Nobody voted for me. Well, luckily, I'm... It was different for me because I won. So I'm like, all right, well, some, some people have to like me. So that's cool. But yeah, it's a lot. And I, the most difficult was when I went on MTV because Big oh. Brother was different. Big Brother, I always say CBS, more family oriented. They're not going to air anything too controversial because right. like it's a family show. When I went on MTV, it was like a whole different ball game. Like I was thrown in to swim with the sharks. Yeah. And it was like survive. And for me, like, I'm friendly to everyone. I'm like the Southern Texas girl. So I was like, everyone's going to like me. Like, they won't edit me bad. Like, how dare them? Like, I'm the Texas sweetheart. And I was in so over my head. So I went on MTV's Ex on the Beach, which was a By the way, even that name alone is a little bit, like, more raunchy. It, my dad was mortified. <laughs> he was like, you're going on what with who on what network? I'm like, don't worry about What's it, dad. What's the name of it again? Does that have a play on words yeah. or something else, I think? I'm like, don't worry about it, dad. But essentially that show is like your exes come out of the water and you live in a house with them. And it was just like a total train wreck. Um, so I don't really talk about that show that much. Um, but whatever. Like <laughs> it all ended up because then after that show, literally three days after I wrapped that, that film for five weeks. Two days later, I left to go to Africa to film the challenge on MTV. Morgan. Which was just like. And now looking back on it, I'm like, that was really bad. Like for my mental health going five weeks, we slept maybe three hours a night. Without your phone. No phone. Can't no talk contact to, to my family, my friends, nothing. So I had no idea what was going on in the outside world. 
I left X on the beach in like a kind of sort of relationship. It was weird. Um, so I was dealing with that. And then two days later, they're like, all right, pack your shit. Go buy whatever you need. Go get your shots. You're going to Africa to film like the most physical competition show on TV. Like, good luck. So I'm sleep deprived. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to pack. I'm also, I never watched a challenge either. So I'm like trying. My sister's giving me flashcards of like the comp, like the players. And oh it's so funny because my boyfriend who I'm dating now is on the show. And her note about him was like, Johnny Bananas, stay far away from him. <laughs> and what did I do when I go there? I'm like, hey. Johnny. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you want to be my partner? Okay, I want to get like so much more into Johnny, by the way. He's a but character. at the same time, I want to talk to you about the mental health aspect of it. Do you think, because I know reality and producers can be really fucked, do you think they almost did that on purpose because you were a little like Oh, for off? sure. For sure. I, they want the messiest show possible. Like, that's just something you have to learn with MTV. They're not in the game to make people look good. Right. Like, if, <laughs> like, come on, like, let's be real. Like, they want the messiest drama possible. And I just assumed if I'm nice and kind and, like, polite to everyone, then that's how I'll be shown. And it's right. like, no, 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 Morgan. Like, they want the drama. Damn. And I just kind of learned that the hard way. Um, so that was very difficult for me, like, kind of having to relive it too because with Big Brother it was live. So something I didn't like I didn't like happen, I wasn't there to watch it. Right. I was in the house. Right. With MTV, it's like you know what happened. You wait three months and then it airs publicly. So I knew everything. I was like buckle up so I hired like a publicist. I was like You should. And also yeah. I feel like in those scenarios you kind of not that I know, but I feel like you would black out at times a little bit and like not remember because it's like such a, a weird time in your life where you don't have your phone and yeah. like and like you can't really talk to your family members about anything. So you kind of feel very alone. Did you feel v very alone? Very alone. And you're in a house with strangers. Like yeah. these are not people you're friends with. These are not people you'll probably ever talk to again. So like the people I talked to were like the producers. Like I was like, oh my God, you're my therapist. But they're also there to make you look like a mess. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's keep that in mind. So I'm like going to them, but they're also like trying to get me to be the most dramatic possible. Right. So like, it's a lot. That's why I give people on reality TV mad credit, because yeah. if you can put your mental health through that, you're a champion because a lot of people can't like, that's a big reason I'm like, it's not for me anymore. Like people are like, are you going to go back on the challenge? Like, why don't you want to do it? And I'm like, one, I enjoy working for myself way more totally. than working for a network. And two, it's so hard on your mental health. Like I got back and had trust issues. Like my parents would be oh like, God. do you want to go to dinner? And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. Are you trying to do something? Like what, what do you actually mean? And they're yeah. like, we literally want to go get dinner, Morgan. Like, are you okay? And I was, it took me a while to get back to normal. Damn. You have to be a very, very strong, confident person yes. to go on very. And you have to be okay with the hate and the controversy. And that was the hardest for me. Because I came off Big Brother and I was so well-liked. And then yeah. you go on MTV and it's like a whole different a audience volume. watching. And you're not always going to look good. And that was the hardest for me trying to be like, I need to defend my character because these people don't know me and they're trashing yeah. me. And then it's like, no, the only people that really matter are your close friends and family. Absolutely. And like, I, I'm sure you get internet hate. Like Karen from Idaho. Idaho. I don't even Idaho. know. Iowa. 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 Idaho. Idaho. Whatever. I just same, made up same. a new state. Karen from wherever. Like she doesn't matter. Like no. Her opinion literally does not change who I am. But that was the hardest for me to be like, 
well, I want everyone to love me. And like, it was just very difficult. Like that's also a, a growing pains thing. You know, when you're a little bit younger at like, tw- what did you do that at 23, 24? Yeah. You're still in that age. I know we're only 27 here, yeah. but you're still <laughs> so in that age true. where like you think life is based on everyone really liking you. Yeah. And once you just stay true to your authentic self through and through, like those people do go not away. matter and they go away and staying true to yourself is like the most important thing to do. For sure. And, and not I, changing for anyone else. I definitely learned that the hard way because on MTV, it's like they want you to be a certain way, like not hating on anyone on MTV, but that was just not yeah. who I was. Like I'm like the peppy girl in hot pink who wants to smile and shimmy yeah. and blow kisses. And like they want you to be like this dramatic. sultry, dramatic, fighting with people on the internet, like a womanizer. And I was just like, no, I don't know what to do. Like the wrong girl. Sunny. <laughs> oh, Morgan, I didn't even know that. I didn't even yeah. know that I was that like hard and back to back. But that is where the challenge is where you met Johnny. Yes. Okay. So you go on the show and your romance is on TV. Yes. Blooming right there on reality. Kind of. So that's where it gets a little sticky. Um, so I picked him as my partner. This was as I was coming off X on the beach with a guy that I was kind of in a relationship with on X on the Beach. If you go Google. I did. Jay? Yes. (laughs) So if you go Google the clip of me hooked up to a lie detector test on national TV, it was a lovely moment in my life. They said you cheated on him. Yes. (laughs) Yes, they did say that. So like that whole situation got so sticky just because I was like, I'm leaving a relationship that I like wasn't really into, but I didn't have time to address it with him. I'm now going on the show where I was like trying to say I was in a relationship, but then I'm partnered with this guy where I kind of feel a spark. It got real messy, whatever. Two weeks after the show, me and Johnny got eliminated. It was all Johnny's fault. It had nothing to do with it. Um, So we ended up traveling the world together. That's when I actually got, yeah, wild. I literally texted my mom and I'm like, hey, I got eliminated from the show and I'm going to go travel the world with this man I've known for two weeks. On reality. On literally. (laughs) Who your sister said to stay away from. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But it actually worked out well. Like looking back on it, had I not been eliminated early, had I not traveled with him, I would have never gotten to know the Johnny that I'm dating. Right. Because he's very different in person than he is when the cameras are on. So had that not happened, had this whole mess of a situation not happened, I wouldn't be where I am now. So as much as I'd like to look back and be like, damn, I could have done things differently. I right. could have handled things a lot differently. Everything happened for a reason and I am where I am and I'm happy and I like my relationship and I love him. So I'm like, you know what? Looking back, yeah, shit happens. We all make mistakes. Totally. But now I'm like, I'm happy where I am. So yeah, we literally traveled the world together. There's a whole vlog on YouTube if you'd like to go watch it. Yeah, it's wild. Oh my Um, gosh. But it's so funny because I was so... Even when we were traveling together, I was like, please don't touch me. Like, I was so cold and mean (laughs) just because I was like, you scare me. Like, I don't know how I feel about you. Like, I've heard all these rumors about you. So I literally... Would be like, all right, I want 10 feet between us in a bed. Good like, for you. Do, do not touch me. <laughs> and now that. we're dating, so it doesn't matter. I feel like people who come out of like reality TV and dating two reality stars, they can get a lot of hate and be like, is it real? Like, blah, blah, blah. Do you ever get that? Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, and that was the hardest part about our relationship in the beginning and why we tried to keep it so private. Because, and his big thing, and I miss, like, I want to share everything. I want to post selfies and cute things with you. Like, I'm just that annoying person. And he was like, no, you don't understand. Like, it gets difficult because I'm on the show and you just got off the show. And now they're trying to bring your ex-boyfriend on the show again. 
So we did try and keep it under wraps for a long time just because it was hard. Yeah. You get the opinion of everyone mm -hmm. and that's very difficult. And I was the one who would go down the dark hole of finding a comment and then like yeah. seeing everything. And I learned very quickly. I like, I unfollowed pages. Like I not with the T pages. I just don't care to know. Like I'm confident in my relationship and I'm not going to let the internet kind of dictate what I think. Because they don't even know your relationship. No, exactly. How can they even say anything if they don't even know your relationship? Right. And even if it's real or not. It's difficult. So, like, the first year was like, oh, are they dating? Are they not? And then now it's gotten to the point we've been together so long where it's like, F it. I don't How care. How long has it been again? So, like, two years. Oh, Yeah. Nice. So, it's been good. It's definitely interesting. But I also, now that I'm removed from reality TV, it makes it a lot easier. Because now I can be For like, sure. you know, I'm not trying to be on the spotlight. I'm not trying to be on the challenge. I'm not, because they want drama. They want people arguing and fighting. And I'm like, I'm not trying to do that. I just want to date my boyfriend in peace. So. Totally. In like real life relationship. Yes. Would you guys ever do reality again together? Oh, man. People ask that all the time. I always <laughs> say, because I'm always like, I'm done with reality TV. If a right, the right show approached me and it was a good fit, I would. So I always say, like, I think we would do Amazing Race. And I think we would do oh, very yeah. well at that. Yeah. So Because, like, we're competitive. And that's not as dramatic and toxic of a situation. So I'm like, I would do Amazing Race. But, like, other than that, I d don't see myself doing another show. But, like, I always yeah, say. It's we'll, iffy. It's we'll really, see. It's risky. Yeah, for sure. How is it dealing with two, like, reality stars, but, like, two big personalities in a relationship? I feel like I literally watch your stories, first off, about him and die laughing. He's, he's hilarious he he's a lot everyone's always like how do you deal with him and I'm like I drink a lot of wine how um, do you deal with him <laughs> he's so funny um we just have like a really funny banter and I think that's what people like the most yeah. it's like he can make fun of me but I also can kind of dish it back and make fun of him as well so like we have so much fun sometimes he does make me want to punch him in the face um but that's just his personality like take it or leave it and I learned to just take it um, but everyone is always like, oh, is he as crazy in real life as he is on TV? And I'm like, no, thank God. Like when the cameras are off, he is normal. We drink wine. We cook together. We yeah. have like that kind of normal life. I always tell people I'm dating John DiVinanzio, not Johnny Bananas. I'm yeah. like, I refuse to call him Bananas. That's disgusting. <laughs> I will not say that. <laughs> you know what I like literally die over is his cameos on your Instagram story. I don't follow him, but I follow uh, Morgan stories. And you guys, he's like posting cameos and filming everywhere. Dude, when I say <laughs> this man does probably 20 cameos a day. It is psychotic. I'm always like, hey, that's a lot of money, though. I know. I'm like, you know what? You make that bank. Okay, I support this. But he's a procrastinator. Johnny, you're a procrastinator. And he will wait till there's like two minutes till they expire. So we'll be at like dinner and he's like, oh, shit, I got to go do a cameo. And I'm like, why don't you do this ahead of time? <laughs> yeah. Or it'll be like 1130 at night. Like we're ready for bed. And all of a sudden I like know what's happening because he'll like quietly get out of bed and like go turn on the light. No, turn on the light. Oh, stop it. And I'm like, literally the look on my face, I'm like. God, who is requesting I a cameo? Know. And it's always like, can you wish my five-year-old son a happy birthday? And I'm like... But then it's like, you like look at the money. And you're like, how easy is I that? <laughs> 10 seconds. Literally. Like, I'm like, all right, it. dinner's on you. So like, I can't really hate too much, but like cameo, man. What about social media? Do you guys ever have like any issues of, you know, putting the phone away or anything because you're both like on social media so much? So he's good about that. Like I will give him credit. When he is at home, he is not on his phone ever. He's oh, out doing that. stuff. He loves to garden, which is 
So Funny. Cute. Yeah. So cute. Um, he loves like being outdoors in his backyard. I'm the bad one. He will literally have to be like, Morgan, put your phone up. Like, I need you to be present. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, but I have to post an ad real quick. Or like, oh, but I really need to film this. So it is a balance. I really try. Once it gets to like the evening time, yeah. that's like when I put my phone up, we cook dinner, we hang out. But yeah, he's he gets on me a lot. He's also 37. Oh, wow. He's yeah. 10 years older. Yes. So he's... No, he's 39. Oh, my God. He's 12 years older. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. So he's 12 years older than me. So he didn't grow up with social media. Like, so that is very different. And that's something I feel like we kind of have a hard time getting on the same page. Yes. Because he didn't have a cell phone. Like, social media. He can live without it. Yeah. He's fine without (laughs) it. He can't. And meanwhile, I'm like, you aren't texting me back. Yeah. Yeah, Text. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like a phone call guy. And I'm like, emojis? Where's a smiley face maybe? And he's that's like, hilarious. not Mr. Oh. Social Media Phone. Whereas I'm like, I live on it because that's our generation. Totally. So that's been like kind of the biggest learning curve like it, to get on the same page it's kind of nice having someone a partner who makes you set a boundary too because sometimes we forget to for set sure that boundary and like I am thankful for that because I will say so he lives in Orange County I live in Los Angeles everyone's like why don't you live together and I'm like because I don't want to um and I'm like I like having my own space yeah but when I'm home I will find myself when I'm alone I will just work 12 hours same dude same I'll literally like, there's, nothing like, else to do. there's nothing else to do. I might as well knock out everything for the whole entire week. Ah. I will forget to eat dinner till like 9 p.m. Like I don't watch TV. Like I'll just work my life away. So it is nice when I go see him for a couple of days. It's like I feel more normal. I'm yeah. like, all right, here's my boundary. We totally. cook dinner together. We watch our TV show. Like I'm off my phone. Totally. So like that is the nice aspect of it. I love that. Um, okay, so now we've reached the segment called Mood Boosting Mantra. Basically, this segment is where you say a quote or a mantra or anything like you, an affirmation that you say to yourself either every day or every week to get you to, you know, where you are today. So mine and something I really do say every day is choose happiness. Oh, I love that. Because when you think about it, you get to choose whether you have a good day or bad day. And I'm, when I get in a funk, I get in a funk. I'm like pity party, like poor me, my life is over And I don't remember who told me that, but they're like, choose happiness. And that simple switch of like your mindset, and you're like, all right, this is a shitty day. Like, it's not my best, but what can I do to choose some kind of happiness? Because I always think this is kind of morbid. If this was your last day on earth, like we don't know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Are you going to be happy? Or are you going to have like a miserable day? So you might as well attempt as best as you can to find like a moment of happiness. I love that. I think positivity is a choice. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. 100%. Like, if something goes bad in your day or if you have something like big time, there's always a positive outcome from it. For sure. I love to believe that everything happens for a reason. 100%. Even if it doesn't. It, in my mind, it has to because that's how I stay so positive. 100%. And like it will. Like if everything will work out in the end, it might not make sense tomorrow or even next month. But looking back two years from now, I guarantee you'll be like, all right, that did happen for a reason. Absolutely. Um, Okay. Now we've reached our segment called No Filter. So so basically No Filter is where I ask you a question and you have to answer it. And it's usually like a very out there question. (laughs) Okay. Like I've asked people like really out there questions. All right. Um, Yours Uh would be. Okay. Who is your least favorite reality co-star you've worked with? Oh, my God. 
Oh, Katie, I just, I just started sweating. Um, okay, I will say, so I was on X on the Beach. She, she won't see this. Um, I was on X on the Beach with Farah from Teen Mom. Oh. Do you remember Farah from Teen Mom? She's also a porn star? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She also tried to tell me that porn was a good business decision, and I was Ooh. like, I don't know if that's the path that I'm taking, <laughs> yeah, Farah. Thanks for the advice. But okay, she was the hardest human to live with I like it was mind-blowing and I also like I just roll up and I'm like whatever guys run reality tv if I have to sleep in a twin size bed for five weeks so be it like whatever she would be like we would be woken up she's screaming at producers at the top of her lungs for god knows what like I'm not kidding like screaming like treating these people so bad that I was like oh oh my god um so that was interesting living with her but, like, I have to give her some credit because, like, she demanded a manicurist to come in the house oh to do God, her so. nails. You're like, okay, me too. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> she probably also, because she was on TV so young, yeah. she has this, like, idea in her mind how famous she is. Oh, I think there's definitely some kind of complex there. Yeah. And, like, think about it. She did. She was on TV at 16 with a kid. Like, that has yeah. to be very difficult. Um, so, like, no hate on her. I just, like, would never like to live with her again, ever. That's understandable. <laughs> I also feel like when you are in the porn industry, you just get a lot of attention, and obviously, and you think you're way more famous than you yeah. are. Yeah. But it's not for the right reasons. I've never seen I've luckily never seen her porn, so I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) All right. Well, Morgan, thank you so (laughs) much. Thank you. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. So you can follow me on my Instagram at Morgan Lee Willett, my whole name. If you want to follow my fitness page, it's at Move Like Morgan. If you want to see me word vomit my thoughts on Twitter, which people don't (laughs) really care about that. If you care to follow me on Twitter, it's Morgan underscore Willett. Awesome. Thank you. See you guys next week. 